0: The teens are over, and boy has the world changed in 10 years. Ricky Gervais shreds the Golden Globes, and 2020 movies are going to be amazing. All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. Paper scissors, scissors, scissors
1: spot. Are a sad, strange little man.
0: Throw the freaking hump, imposter. What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk. I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds. Do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask, Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you?
1: Are you like a crazy person?
0: Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. <laughs> And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 45, this is Deadpool, uh, the first podcast we put out of the 2020s This is now the 20s again, but it's the 2020s, we've just finished a decade, the teens are over So let me ask you Trash Panda, if, if 10 years ago you heard the word streaming, what would you think? Uh,
1: Salmon Exactly, like you're down <laughs> at the Mississippi River or in some,
0: you know, salmon fishing Mississippi
1: place. Mississippi River. Well, I'm saying
0: body of water more than anything, but Scotland, yes,
1: Scotland, dear. If we're thinking salmon, you think Scotland. Now, there, there's
0: some great mountain streams in America that have salmon. So I, I think, like Montana, for salmon fishing. I think my dad's going to slap you. Your dad can do whatever he wants. That's his prerogative. But yeah, streaming, you, you, you look at the way that now, now when we say streaming, it's a whole new way of consuming media that just came about in the last 10 years. Not that there weren't videos online before that, but the whole consumption of media has changed and just this last this last 10 years has been amazing.
1: It's been amazing, but everybody's in everybody else's business way too much now.
0: Yeah, social media has definitely taken off a lot more in the last 10 years. So yeah, I, mean, they're, they're I used good, they're to have good a MySpace benefits.
1: page. I was happy with my MySpace I had, page. I
0: had uh, Friendster before that. <laughs> Friendster and MySpace. I don't remember
1: Friendster. I like my MySpace page, though, because I had all these little videos that I'd pulled off of YouTube. So I had like Red Dwarf doing the you know tongue-tied media was right on my homepage. Yeah. My homepage, right. Yeah, the, one, was the one really
0: cool thing about MySpace was how customizable your homepage was. It was You cool. could get right down in the HTML, and they made it easy to actually alter all that stuff, but it, you could get right into it. I'm
1: useless with and the coding stuff now. We learned it at school, and I'm like, uh. But it was. It was so easy to put stuff in, and it was like, here, put this little bit of code, and then it does this. And it was like, yay. And it was really it's fun. so pretty. To be able to do that. It's so pretty. Um,
0: so yeah the the, the teens are over a lot of technology has changed and altered in the last 10 years What well, we're going to do a, uh, I think we're going to have a short segment like we did last year the ABCs of the of the the it was it the 18s 19s you know now we'll do one for the decade and ABCs of the decade but that won't be real on this show we won't cover too much about the technology that changed us over this last 10 years. But just one of those things that jumped out at me that really gives me hope and humanity. There was a barbershop in Miami called Razzle Dazzle. And over the holiday season, okay, yeah, just their name, whatever. <laughs> I, I saw that <laughs> face you gave me. <laughs> but over the holiday season, from Thanksgiving on through the new year, they were giving away free haircuts and makeovers for the homeless. And I just thought that was something where not enough people are doing things like that. And because they are, I just wanted to give a shout out to them and just go razzle dazzle. That's, awesome. That's really, really cool that they're trying to do something because they understand sometimes it's hard to take care of yourself when you're homeless. Yeah. You don't get those those uh, amenities. And, and being able to do that was just a really, really
1: uh, awesome thing
0: that I that I saw.
1: I saw something awesome too. What's that? Well... So we are this little piddly podcast at the moment. We are we this little lovely, podcast. We have lovely, you know, lovely, lovely listeners. We have, there's a few of you out there. There's not hundreds and thousands, but there, well, there are hundreds, but there are not thousands of Well, there uh, are
0: thousands at times, well, we, but, well, yes. Yes. But... We don't have the tens but, of thousands or the hundreds of thousands that some of the big ones. we boys. don't have the
1: K yet. We need the K. We yes. haven't got the K yet. But... <laughs> Yeah, there was something really excited happening. So we we got liked before by Kevin Smith. Yes. Which is pretty darn amazing.
0: And you realize that I'm letting you share this story, even though that I'm like bursting inside. I know. Okay, I'll just keep going. I You're know. fine. You're doing good.
1: So for Christmas, uh, da- Dad Paul does like a gin. He, he enjoys a gin now and again. And so a, a certain celebrity... Produces a his own brand of gin Called Aviation Gin He does I think we all know Who I'm talking about I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds Yes you are Your man crush Yes my boy Yes And uh, he turned up On our doorstep And I say that with uh, With quote with marks With air quotes
0: No he, he must have Because I received a card It said hey from your best buddy deadpool and it had a picture of him on the front and <laughs> and uh, so so he must have dropped this off to me so ryan reynolds showed up However, at my door and dropped off aviation was gin. so
1: excited that ryan reynolds turned up on our doorstep um they have decided that they do not care whether santa turns up next year as long as they get to meet ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> not that they've seen deadpool or anything because they're way too young to watch that but i did think it was quite funny um so anyway Dad Paul decided to post a picture of himself on our Instagram page. Now, if you follow our Instagram page, you'll see all the wonderful pictures he puts up there of him drinking out of various mugs and and all the rest of it. And um, one morning I'm at work and I get this phone call and he's screaming down the phone to me because why, Dad Paul? Because Ryan
0: Reynolds liked my post. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds likes me. He Van likes City me. The actual Vanity
1: Reynolds. Yeah, his actual account. The real account. Ryan Reynolds liked our Geek Underground post. How exciting is that?
0: The one that has the, the Twitter feud with Hugh Jackman. That account. It liked me. It really liked me. And that made me really excited. Liked us. Liked us. Liked the Geek Underground is what it did. <sighs> So thank you, thank you, Ryan Reynolds. That that we really, love you,
1: Ryan Reynolds. That, that really made
0: my made my
1: everything.
0: <laughs> you made my you complete me. You made my everything. That was so wonderful.
1: So we were we were we were very excited for. Um, yeah, we were still excited about it, but we were very excited. Now we did um,
0: something at the beginning of uh, twenty nineteen. We did where we we actually spent all of our considerable resources and built a time machine. And we We went into the future, went to the end of 2019 so we could see all of the headlines of what was going to happen and came back. But you see,
1: I think you were actually a little bit blind when you went. Did you go with the blindfold on and just went, what's going on? All
0: right, so we just wanted to touch on those headlines (laughs) that we gave you to see if our headlines came true. Or sometimes what happens, though, what happens, Trash Panda, is when you look into the future, you change the future. And that could be what happened with mine, why mine were a little bit off and yours tended to land a bit more.
1: Or you, you just messed up. Or I just messed up. You
0: just messed up. All right, let's go ahead. We'll listen to my first prediction for 2019, and uh, here it was. Number one, this one is a pretty pretty straightforward one. Avengers Endgame becomes highest grossing movie of all time in just their first week in theaters. Okay, okay. Well, yes, technically, I was wrong. <laughs> You okay, technically you technically, no, technically wrong. Technically, you were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> they did become the highest-grossing movie of all time, and they hit over a billion in their first week in theaters. Come on, but like,
1: you still were wrong. Oh, but I, it was so
0: close. <clears throat> all right, all right. Well, here here is your first prediction. Uh, that you gave. <laughs> you know what? Just just listen.
1: <laughs> my headline for the future. My first one. Uh, so President Trump is impeached by the Democrats and Chris Pratt wins the presidential (laughs) election. All
0: right, so you were right about the first part. But you came up short on Chris Pratt being elected president.
1: Hey, he gets my vote.
0: Yeah, I know. But you know what? That's still doing pretty good that that you pulled that one out. The
1: geek underground for Chris, you know, recommend Chris Pratt for president. (laughs) All right, well, here's
0: my second one. Here's what I had as my uh, second prediction for 2019. The, the next headline that really stuck out to me when I was there in the future at the end mm-hmm. of 2019 was uh, I saw this headline that said doctors perform world's first llama to human face transplant. Fortnite superstar Ninja undergoes the knife to fully embrace the game that garnered him his fortune and millions of fans worldwide. Um, but But this led to numerous other firsts in the world of cosmetic surgery as other gamers attempted to grab some of the spotlight and we soon saw surgically enhanced Yoshi, Pikachu, Diamond, Steve, and more popping up on Instagram and Twitch by these gamers that are just trying to get their moment in the spotlight. But yeah, uh, what a world the future will be. And, you know, I I guess I was wrong about this one, too. You guess? Yeah, I guess I was wrong about that one, too. You are completely wrong.
1: Although Ninja did leave, didn't he leave uh, Twitch and go to somewhere else? He left
0: Twitch and he went to the Mixer, which is Xbox's streaming service. Eh. Yeah. Eh. All
1: right,
0: well, let's hear your second one and, and see if you were any better than me in your predictions for
1: 2019. I know I was. Shush. Now, this was the headline that made me happiest. Okay. Okay. James Gunn. He successfully sued Disney for defamation of character, bought the company, and then directed Guardians of the Galaxy (laughs) 3.
0: Okay, so you were right about the first part of that. Yes. But you know what? You fell short on him suing Disney.
1: And How do you know? Him,
0: it, it, it was two, it was two, How do you know? You know what? There was two wrongs there. Um, because you had two things wrong and only one right, I'm going to say, you, you know lost. what? That, that, that counts That counts as an overall negative. You lost.
1: Good day, sir.
0: <laughs> it counts as an overall zero. You no! got to round down. If you were like 50%. I was 50%. more right than
1: you were. I had my eyes <laughs> open in the future.
0: Yeah, yes, you did. Uh, yes, you did. And, so,
1: Nina, Nina, Nina.
0: And, and calling that James Gunn was going to come back and direct Guardians 3. It, it was all of our dreams. Didn't yes. see it happening, but you did get that one. You were two for two, and I was 0 for 2. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so next time we go to the future, I better just look around instead of just staying in the time machine the whole time. Yeah,
1: that's probably a good probably idea. That's probably the best
0: idea. Okay. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, geeky stuff. Yes. All right. And before we jump into movies here, which I know you want to start with first, I I have to bring this up because I know a lot of us saw the Golden Globes. And even if you didn't, you might have read about Ricky Gervais, uh, a lot of a, a lot of his monologues that he was giving. And he just did this was like the, the Holy crap moment of the night to me because He gets to the end of his opening monologue where He's just chastising everybody right he's, he's laid into the Hollywood Elites left and right and at the very End he says this he says If you do win an award tonight Don't use it as a platform to make a political Speech you're in no position To lecture the public about anything You know nothing about the real world Most of you spent less time in school Than Greta Thunberg <laughs> Just laid. He's into it, And you know, p- people think he's trying to be funny, but I-, I think he really is saying, Hey, you guys don't know anything about the real world. And I think he's really.
1: I, uh, yeah. He's I'm, half tongue I'm in cheek
0: and, and not, half.
1: Mm, I'm not a fan of Gervais, to be quite I'm honest. Not really either, but I
0: was like, I, Go, Ricky. Like, that was amazing I when think, he laid that I down. I think it was
1: okay because he can get away with it.
0: Um, They're not having him back It it was amazing they had him back this time After the last time So I don't know what they were thinking Why they brought him back But you know what That's Which is why now
1: the Oscars have no hosts (laughs) You watch Golden Globes next year No hosts And soon it will be Hey look you got an award No speeches And it will keep going Because they just won't Yeah
0: Well, the thing is, though, they've noticed these declining uh, ratings just because nobody wants to tune into these shows and see nothing but politically charged messages. That's not why we tune into entertainment. People tune into entertainment to get away, and these celebrities aren't letting people have that getaway moment. And yes, it's good to use yeah, your platform. because
1: they have a platform to talk about. St- and that's to- great. You've
0: got your Twitter account. You've got your Instagram. We're not here just to be divisive on, and it just bothers me. And maybe you guys like it. Maybe you think it's great, and you should do that. But for me, it's just leave it at the door. We're here for a good time. This is about movies and entertainment, not your half-witted political ideology. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is. Well,
1: All right, Ricky. Hush.
0: All right, movies, you go. Movies. <laughs> Trash Panda. Uh, go lo-
1: actually, lots of good things. We, we've seen Star Wars now twice. Yes. And I think we can actually talk about it now. Can we? Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess the embargo is probably yeah, lifted by this yeah, point. Yeah. So you can go so ahead and, what, and weigh it uh, what down do So, what do you bit.
1: really think about Ray being a Palpatine? Was this a good thing for you or a bad thing? Because I actually am really happy about it.
0: All right, can I start before that by bringing up the fact that Colin Trevorrow's script was leaked? Did you see this? The script that he had in place for for the final episode.
1: What, because of what's uh, Finn?
0: J.J. Abrams ended up taking over from him as the director. Yeah. Colin Trevorrow had a full script in place, and it is now leaked online. I didn't see that. Okay, well, one of the things that was in it, it, it didn't change Ray, Ray's parentage. It kept her as just basically uh, a, nobody. a nobody, but it... it what it does show you is that Kylo Ren is the one that actually killed her parents. Interesting little twist there. Uh, and then Kylo Ren is actually never redeemed, but it just goes to show that does
1: it matter what her parentage was? It doesn't, but I, I, I still like the fact that it brought it back pretty much full circle. Okay. And, um, I just, you know what I just enjoyed it it was it was a real Star Wars movie it was a you know even taking the one shot that keeps coming back to me is when they exploded that planet where they wiped c 3PO's mind oh yeah and they took that footage from the original movies before they were CGI dued up- you know, to heck in just the nineties. Just so 90s. it would fit, just so it, it looked it, like it was part of It almost saga. didn't look right, but it was amazing. And the fact that there was just all of these little touches of you know actual puppetry, and and it was just amazing. It was just so atmospheric. And, and it was a beautiful, I mean, the script was great. The acting was good. I, I couldn't really find very many faults in that movie that I was just like, eh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I mean, for me,
0: I'll, I'll start with saying I, I did enjoy the movie. I can see, though, why some of the critics were upset. There are some gaping plot holes. There was fan service galore. But I like
1: the fan service I, I mean, myself.
0: The, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was all bad. I'm not saying it was all bad. But the one thing that this movie really showed me in what, I don't understand how you can plan a trilogy and not have an end point inside. No, like I jo- agree with when you. When George that. Lucas did the first three. Here's where we're starting. And here's where we're ending. He knew exactly where it was going with, with these last three, every, every director was given kind of free reign to, to write a script and do what they wanted to. And then the next director is left trying to pick up those pieces. And so you get to this third movie and now JJ Abrams is left trying to scramble and go, well, how, how do I actually pull this into a cohesive finish? That's going to work. And, and, and when I look at what Marvel's been able to do, they have big vision plans. You know, Kevin Feige's there. He's overseeing all of it. He knows where he wants to go. And and really, now that they're actually, Star Wars has pulled Kevin Feige in to oversee all of their Star Wars production from here on out, I think that's a great move on their part because now you have someone with vision. And, and not to say that every Marvel movie has been a hit either. There, there have been definitely some bumps in the road along the way, but at least they have that overarching vision of knowing where they're going. And I think, it, I think if these last three movies had that, they would have been better than they were, and again, I enjoyed the last one. I'm, I'm not knocking that. I thought it was fun. It was entertaining, but I think they could have been better. I think this the whole no, end trilogy I, I, could I'll have be been honest.
1: better. Uh, seven and nine were wonderful to me. Just pure Star Wars joyousness. I didn't like eight as much. I didn't. I wanted to, and there were parts of it I did enjoy but eight let it down for me. And I just, I think it would have been better. And the rest of the world. I mean, I know. Yeah. (laughs) But um, no, this one, this one was just, it was, it was my childhood. It was sitting there with my childhood. And I've got to say when Leia died, that didn't kill me as much. And I, when Chewie even, they thought Chewie was dead. I was like, Oh no, that's not good. But when Chewie just cried out, when he heard Leia went, yeah, that's what got me. I was bawling. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Chewie just want to come and hug you." Well,
0: and I think I think that's the thing. People that grew up with these characters, whether or not the movies were, were the best or not, whether you enjoyed them or not, I think you still connect with the characters. And so, when you see a moment like that, and that's the magic of movies. That's what you want of a movie. You want to be taken to this place yeah. and become a part of it. And that's what we are with these characters. And so, when one of these characters that we have a forty-year connection with has that. Visceral reaction of just agony and anguish and sadness, then yeah, you can. If you follow them the whole way, you are going to have that reaction. You're going to, and which I got to say, I think I teared up a bit too with Chewie's reaction, just because you see the pain of this character that's been a part of our life for so long. And uh, so Abrams really did a great job of making you connect again with these characters. And I I thought Billy D. Williams could have been utilized a little better than he was. I was a little disappointed in his cameo.
1: Yeah, but as we've now met Billy D. Williams and how. He, he is really? pretty old he's pretty i mean pretty far we we were trying to talk to him and he he was he just doesn't hear a thing so i mean the fact that he managed to do what he did and climbing in and out that that shot that was like wow bless him i mean yeah uh because he's not a well dude really not a well dude so i was impressed with the stuff they managed to get him to do
0: um, kind of like with Peter Mayhew towards the end of his life when he was yeah. switching out with uh, is it Ju- Junus? I can't remember the guy's last name of the yeah. Days. I think
1: he's Dutch or something. I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a uh, power to him. It was it was a really I I just loved it. I just yeah.
0: I thought there were some missed opportunities, and I, th- I think this is something you and I <laughs> talked about in, in uh, again because the way it ends. Yeah, you end with the same story. There, there's Jedi versus Sith. Jedi overcomes. We still have a Jedi master, uh, but it's always, the whole thing has been as long as there is light, darkness will rise to meet it. So you've left another Jedi in place where then potentially a Sith or a, a darkness will rise to, to meet her. A- and that to me bothered me where you could have left her as a whole new thing. Like the Bendu that you've talked about, mm-hmm. you could have left her as Force neutral. You could have created this whole new thing where where she is neither Jedi nor Sith.
1: But I think she kind of is. But I mean, although she's really got the label, I think she, even though she's got the label of Jedi, I think she is more force neutral than than not. But even the color because of her lightsaber,
0: of the... what they gave her, means that she's a guardian of of the Jedi Temple. I mean, that that's what the color of that saber always represented yes, through Jedi I know, lore.
1: But it, uh, um, yeah, you're D- you're really reaching into the archives for that. I I just think seeing what she can do and seeing the the way that she she has let her um, emotions color her power at times, she is more force neutral than... I mean, she does err on the side of good for the definite, but I think even the Bendu did. I think what? he erred on the side of good, to be quite honest. I don't
0: think being force neutral means you have to be evil, though. Either. That's, no. that's, not, that's not what being force neutral is, and I, I, think, no. I, I think they still missed something there. They, they could yes, have left I think you- they could
1: have explained it a heck of a lot better, don't get me wrong, but... I love the fact that Kanan, even when they said, uh, we're with you in that, they actually use Kanan's voice, which is uh, from Rebels. Freddie Prince Jr. And that made me so <laughs> happy because I was like, yes. That
0: was cool um, trying to pick out all the voices. Like, oh, yeah, that's Mace Windu. Yeah, oh, that's Ayala. Yeah, yeah. And you go through and yeah. get all the different Jedi. Uh,
1: so that, that did make me um, abundantly happy. Um, One other- but yeah, just... Uh, You can't make me not like it. I'm sorry. I loved it.
0: One thing else that let me down, though, was the Knights of Ren. With all the buildup of of them being a part of it, you know, you get to see where Kylo came from, but you really didn't. Learn much about them There wasn't any backstory Yeah but there's you a didn't... whole
1: Series coming up
0: there, there is a comic book series Called The Knights of Ren Coming out that will Hopefully fill that in but I, but I expect that To be a part of the movie I, I thought we would see More about where he came from What what the Knights of Ren were And you didn't I really Get anything I don't think could have got
1: I, I Honestly I don't think They would have had time for that It wouldn't have done it justice If they had No I, I know I mean but you <laughs> And we already know That he is the master Of the Knights of Ren So therefore He could have happily Beaten them all which he did so that wasn't a surprise yeah i mean they're very strong but the reason he's the master of them is because he rose through the ranks and he was the most powerful of all of them so that definitely well considering
0: he put them all down yeah so yeah you have to say he's probably the, the master yeah
1: of them.
0: yeah all right so the next time star wars does a trilogy we should just tell them, hey, you know what? The way you write these stories, put a bunch of writers in a room and have every one of them say the next word of the script and go in a big circle. No. And, and then eventually they'll, they'll spit out something. That's, that's what they did this last time. They need to do it better. So Kevin Feige, do better. Next time Star Wars does something, do better.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, the other movie we got to see over <laughs> Christmas was the new Jumanji movie. And I know you really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. It really made me cross, though, in that the trailers, there was this very overriding theme of, you know, that the game is broken and like the ostriches are popping up and then disappearing and then popping up back on the screen. And, you know, there's these, you know, it's glitching all over the place and it never happened. Yeah, you there expected was to no see like glitches. glitching or something or, or
0: things popping out in the real world kind of thing.
1: Which you, they did at the very end, I guess. Oh, well, yeah, but they did. it's not, there was no glitching within the game and that kind of made me think well wait a minute you've basically done this massive trailer that everybody's expecting all this glitching to go on and it didn't happen so
0: were they supposed to be like Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph where she's just like glitching all over as she's driving the race car
1: she's kind of yeah the things in the game were supposed to but I don't know I, I I really did enjoy it I, I,
0: I thought the acting... I mean, I think the only the person that didn't pull off playing someone else was Karen Gillan. And I think that's why they just did it for so short. Because everybody else, Kevin Hart...
1: Yeah, but um, whenever she tries to do anything else, she goes from Amy Pond to Nebula. Oh, yeah, I do this. And she goes into that deep voice, Nebula voice, which is brilliant. But even when she's trying to be, you know, sexy in the first movie, it was she Nebula. turns into Nebula. Yeah. I'm like, Nebula's not sexy, girl, so why are you doing that? But it, yeah... It was it was fun. No, it was
0: very fun. Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, all of them when they were playing a different person as it, 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 they really pulled it off well. Uh, and I really enjoyed
1: their Oh, Dwayne Johnson when he was doing um, oh, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> and he's outside and then he beats the living crud out of just like a load of NPCs. <laughs> he's his favorite part of the movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I know it's when he was beating up the yeah. whole the hundreds of guys that kept coming towards him when they're in that village. And if you haven't seen it, you'll know when you watch it um, or when he punched out the, the ostrich. Yes. That scene as well.
1: Punching out the ostrich. Well, was really, it was good.
0: anything that he was punching out. Yeah. Whenever Dwayne Johnson was punching stuff out, that was my son's favorite part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so much. That, that was good. <laughs> all right. So with 2020 upon us, we have to look forward to all of the amazing movies that are coming. There are so many good movies last year. I think there was something like 40 movies that I had to see in the theater, which, of course, I did not get to the movie 40 times this last year. But this year, there's a lot. Okay. And so I wanted to try a little segment with you here called Big Screen It or Stream It. Meaning, okay. do you want to go to the movies, watch it on the big screen, or are you going to wait until it's out on DVD or a streaming service and stream it at home? I'm just going to go up until July. We'll do January to July. I'll give you two movies each month. You have to tell me whether you're going to big screen it or stream it, and we'll see how this goes. I don't know really how this do segment's going to go. Do I have to
1: pick one for one and one for the other?
0: Yes, because one of them has to be of the two. You need to say, I'm going to big screen that one, and I'm going to stream that one. Oh, okay. so you kind of, Or if you just pick one, we know what the other one is. That, that's kind of how it works. So for, for January, it's a little test run we have Doolittle and Bad Boys for Life coming out. Now, there are other movies I just kind of picked. two. In some months, it's really hard because there's a lot, but I'll just pick two like that, and okay. then, and you would say?
1: I'm going to big screen Doolittle and stream Bad Boys. Okay, I'd
0: probably do the same thing. I was never a huge Will Smith and Bad Boy. Well, I'm a huge Will Smith fan, but the Bad Boys... Eh, I've watched them but they've never been my yeah. my favorite go-to. And that brings us to February where we have Birds of Prey and Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Ooh, um Sonic big screen it, Birds of Prey stream it. Okay, that's good. I want to see Birds of Prey. Oh, I know. Actually, Kalia came up to us and said, "Oh, I want to see Birds of Prey." And I'm like, "You are definitely not watching yeah, Birds of Prey." Yeah, our daughter
0: is 11. You are not yes, watching that. No, we're not watching that. Um, <laughs> I do want to see 16. it.
1: Um, I'm okay not watching it at the cinema, I guess. Okay. But yeah, I, I want to see Sonic, and I know the kids all want to watch Sonic, so yeah, it'll probably be yeah. one of the, the kid treats. All right, so March, uh,
0: we have. There's actually a number in this one. Um, I think I actually gave you three for this one because I just could. We have Onward, which is the animated film with uh, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. We have Bloodshot, which is a Valiant Comics comic, starring Vin Diesel. Have you seen the trailer for that yes. one yet? Uh, versus Mulan. So you get a, you get a one big screen it, and the rest you got to stream it. Um, so you got Onward, Bloodshot, and Mulan.
1: So onward big screen it and the other two stream it yeah bloodshot it's a
0: rough I've, from that trailer it's a very very intense looking movie i still really want to see it it looks really interesting i know really nothing about that comic line i haven't followed that one so i've yeah. been reading up more and more on it uh it looks interesting and then mulan yeah mulan's one of the ones where it could be good on a big screen though um I don't know between Onward and Milan. I might, I might say I'd probably big screen Milan just because there's going to be some see, really good action stuff. No,
1: in that. I'm, 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 I'm kind of eh with Disney just big screening
0: the everything. Yeah, no. All right, I think I know your answer on this one. In April, again, so many movies this year. Uh, New Mutants versus No Time to Die.
1: No Time to Die, big screen it. New Mutants, stream it nope. only because New Mutants. I really want to see that one, but. It does look a little bit dodgy. It's horary. So then at least I can turn it off or I'm not wasting <laughs> my money. I could go, no, nope, not watching that anymore. Click.
0: All right. All right. Now I know that you love the fast and the furious franchise because you've been dying to see Hobbs and Shaw. I know you have that love for, for all of that. So we have fast and the furious nine versus black widow in April.
1: Oh, for goodness sakes. I don't think there's a, a big screen, black widow, um, Bin... Fast and the Furious been.
0: 9 <laughs> yeah she's actually been pretty much against the entire franchise until Hobbs and Shaw and then we haven't even seen Hobbs and Shaw yet so we need to get
1: no because your brother has not bought it
0: yet <laughs> we have my brother's <laughs> Apple account on my Apple TV as well and he hasn't bought it so Chris if you're listening get on that um, also though in May I'm going to give some shout outs to Artemis Fowl and Legally Blonde 3 Reese Witherspoon back for a Legally Blonde that's 3. I knew you'd really appreciate that uh, in June we have Wonder Woman 1984 and Tom top gun
1: top gun big screen both
0: of those you really need to see on the big screen
1: no top gun big screen it I don't even like Tom Cruise that much but definitely so you're picking Tom
0: Cruise over a comic book movie
1: yeah wow okay I won't watch a comic book movie that is so historically inaccurate (laughs) you gotta get off your high horse no I will not. Just because... I like my again, high horse.
0: I call do. him Rufus. Wow. Rufus the high horse that you ride on whenever you talk about Wonder Woman and the fact that, oh, they mesh together Greek and Roman mythology. This is this has no real historical value. It's a movie about comic book people.
1: And you have a wife who did theater studies and performance arts at college.
0: All right, so July. I think this is probably going to be the hardest month. Okay. At least for me, I'm looking at these. If I could only pick one to go to, I'd have a really hard time, uh, especially now that I've seen the Morbius trailer. So Morbius versus Free Guy versus Ghostbusters. One of them, big screen it. Two of them, stream it. Uh,
1: free Guy, big screen it. The other two, stream it. Oh, that's hard. I know. I, 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 oh. I'm i not seeing Ghostbusters at the You cinema. won't? That no. looks so good, though. No. That I will so stream good. that one happily. And Morbius, um, I really liked the trailer. I think it looks really good. Um, it's a lot different than I was thinking they were going. But yeah. do you know what? I, I love Jared Leto anyway. I've loved him since he was a kid. And
0: making the jump from DC, I was really let down with this. Not that his Joker role was necessarily bad. They just underutilized Oh, they completely him underutilized and, and really him because he actually that. did
1: really good. Uh, but um, yeah, Free Guy is the one I have to see in the cinema. So. Yeah, I
0: mean, Ryan Reynolds, again, that looks so good. We uh, love you, Ryan. We do love you, Ryan. <laughs> A couple uh, shout-outs as well to Minions 2 and the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is that one with uh, Dwayne Jungle Johnson and Emily so Blunt. So really funny. So two others that are gonna have to be streamed if we only get one. And that ends the segment of stream it or screen it. Thank you so much, Trash Panda, for playing along. I had a good time with that. Yeah, but it just goes to show. Like in 2020, lots of good movies, and and that doesn't even get into the fall where there are some great fall releases as well coming. Uh, and I think Venom is coming out in the the fall. But there's just a, a lineup towards Christmas. Can I just say
1: as well with Mobius because uh, we haven't really talked about that one. But I had got a note down there that I am so 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 happy that Michael Keaton pops in at the end. Oh, and oh I love you, Michael Keaton. He's uh, like, oh, vulture role. The, anything the with Michael Keaton I'm happy with. I mean, seriously, that man's amazing. Now, nobody
0: has said Kevin Feige has been mum on whether they are sharing the character and bringing it as a tie-in to the MCU or if they're just going to have Michael Keaton be like an inmate and playing the same type of character without him actually saying his name. We don't know, but... Hopefully this is a tie-in because I know Sony and Marvel they're getting better at sharing they're sharing Tom Holland again in Spider-Man if they could really bring these worlds together. Come on, Disney, you've got billions of dollars just, like, buy Sony. Okay, you you could do that. I'm sure they could. Just buy Sony just to get the Spider-Man rights Mm -hmm. and bring those worlds together. You bought Fox for the same thing, which is great. I can't wait to see the X-Men and the Avengers all together. That has been so exciting. And
1: Fantastic Four. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, it's all just part of the same thing. It's all just the whole world's merging and colliding. I have a
1: a new segment for this coming year as well. Okay. It's called Very Bad B-Movies.
0: Do we have to? Yeah. I thought you were going to do that on social media. We don't need to talk about bad B-movies.
1: No, I really want to. Because I watched one today.
0: All right. So what we'll do is at the very end, after we sign out and no! the music is played, then you can come back in and do your little B-movie no. chat. Are you going to do it You're right gonna, now? Yes, I'm going to do But we just it right did next. a segment. We can't do back-to-back.
1: Yes, we can. No, all right. Yeah. Very bad B-movies.
0: All right, so so you're going to share with us a very bad B-movie. Yes,
1: I just watched one, which I have been very, very excited to watch, and I finally got to watch it tonight. Okay. And you keep making fun of me for the way I pronounce it. Crawl.
0: Like you're crawling on the floor. Yes,
1: like you're crawling on the floor. Because when you
0: said it the first time, I thought you said crawl. And if anybody remembers the 80s movie <laughs> called Crawl, which was I, I, horrible, I think. <laughs> I can't remember much about it. I did see it when I was maybe a teenager or younger. Uh, And that's what I keep thinking you're saying in your wonky accent. So you
1: should be happy because it's, um, it's the, I can't remember what her name is, but she's the chick from um, the Maze Runner who.
0: That played Teresa? Yeah, her. Okay.
1: And Barry Pepper.
0: I like Barry Pepper.
1: I know you like Barry Pepper. So it takes place in Florida. And it's called Crawl. And it is, yes. The people crawl in this movie? No. Then why is it called Crawl? I'll tell you why. Because it's a because, movie. <laughs> there's a hurricane coming in, and everybody gets evacuated out, except um, Teresa's dad, who she goes to try and find him, and she finds him underneath his old house in the crawl space, which I know you know all about crawl spaces, with a massive chunk taken out of his shoulder, Ow. and she doesn't know why. And it turns out because there's out, a shark cane. No alligators have gotten under the house. And we're not talking about small alligators. We're talking about like six foot, seven foot alligators have got under the house. So why is he still under the house? Because he's been knocked out. Because the croc- the alligator let so go it of him. knocked him
0: out and left him there. Took a bit, a chunk out of his <laughs> arm
1: and then left him alone to go under some pipes where he... um Passed
0: out from blood loss.
1: Yeah, and these pipes are like really piddly. They're like... Uh, about an inch round, and it stopped a six, seven-foot alligator oh, getting through. Oh, because can't push past those little pipes.
0: <laughs> All right, you've got 15 more seconds on your B-movie. So
1: anyway, actually, it was quite atmospheric <laughs> and quite clever, but the water seep's getting worse, and then there's more alligators that literally just kill everybody on site, which is hilarious.
0: Linda well, left her dad alone, just, oh, on the other side of some pipes. Oh,
1: yeah, she gets bitten like four times and she's in water that's freezing cold in a hurricane and she doesn't bleed out. And I mean, she's got her arm up to her elbow been eaten and she's shooting from inside the alligator's mouth. And then she gets bitten on the leg twice by an alligator. Why is she freezing?
0: Hurricanes are warm water.
1: Um, and then what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but (laughs) she gets bitten on the leg and then he loses his arm and he's still fine. And Oh my goodness. It's just, it's ridiculousness, but
0: you're not selling this well.
1: It is. It was, (laughs) it was a good, it was a good, uh, the other thing that was really bad was like the, what the house is flooding. So she goes into the bathtub where there's one of those glass surrounds for the shower. Okay. And this large alligator, and it must have been at least seven foot, is like banging on the glass to get to her. And for whatever reason, it can't break through this glass. So she opens, slides the door open. It goes in there. She jumps over the top and shuts the door on the alligator, who's now this massive alligator in this tiny little bath space. And it still can't break the glass.
0: Yeah, put those things together before. I I, I really don't <laughs> think... Like, if my 10-year-old wanted bad. to get I could probably knock those
1: doors off there. It was no, really bad. And she horrible. outswam a couple of them as well, which I thought was quite funny. But anyway, bad B-movie. Crawl.
0: Crawl. If you're looking for something bad to
1: watch tonight. <laughs> if you like a normal sort of... What... Dad, Paul's mum calls her Chilla Dilla. You know me. I like my shark movies. I like my crocodile mo- movies. Like all of that. This one was actually pretty good.
0: Although I, I do remember one night we used to run a, a college uh, age, like 18 to 25 Bible study. And I say, hey, do you guys want to watch the worst movie I've ever seen? Battlefield Earth. Let's watch it. It's terrible. And we all sat down and watched. If you remember that one with John yeah. Travolta. Uh, and it was just
1: that is the most terrible movie. <laughs> but yeah, but we Hulk. put it on, but we put it on, and we all sat there and we watched Battlefielders. as well. Again,
0: that was a horrible movie.
1: But yeah, no, so uh, I've,
0: I've done that before.
1: This one is yeah, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this for anybody under the age of like fifteen. It's, it's definitely gory in places. The language isn't great in places. But there's no nudity. There's no nothing else. Not just about a woman girl that's in a completely ludicrous situation. Or under the age of trying 99. to like save her dad. If you're under ninety
0: nine, don't watch this movie. The
1: dog called Sugar. And uh, under ninety nine. Don't it's watch Barry this movie. Barry Pepper. Under ninety nine. Barry Pepper. That's nice. I'll make you watch it. I will.
0: I'm switching to TV shows. Okay. And the reason I'm doing that is because something amazing just happened here in the UK yesterday. That would have been January 15th. The UK did something fantastic. What? So we have the underground tube system, which is kind of like the New York subway, just public transportation. Mm -hmm. And they have one of their stations is named Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. Well, in honor of the launch Of Picard It was temporarily named Picard Dilly Circus so that they completely amazing. renamed it Dilly, Picard Dilly Circus for the day. And it was all in honor of this launching on the 23rd and 24th. I think 23rd in America, 24th here in the mm-hmm. UK. And I just saw that and I just loved it because it's Picard. And they, they I can't believe they did that, though. All, all of the wall vinyl graphics were all changed. So if you went into the station, everything was rebranded as Picardilly Circus.
1: Well, which, but he is a Brit. And I we know. do love him. We, we love Patrick love him. Stewart.
0: Sir Patrick Stewart is amazing. He is. You can't say his name without the sir. It's illegal in this country. It's not illegal. You could get thrown in jail. He's got one of those things where it's been sorted in the head and all that stuff. and He's been knighted. Yes, that. And you cannot not say his name without the sir or it's illegal.
1: That's not true. But okay.
0: But it, yeah. Okay. So I'm excited.
1: That was exciting. What day is the I 24th? The 24th.
0: 16th today. It's a Friday. So next Friday we get to watch.
1: Oh, but we're not here. <laughs> what? We're at got to
0: help with camps and stuff all the time. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll watch it up there. It's okay. Yeah. Um, anything on TV shows for you?
1: Yes. There's a few new ones coming out that look pretty darn awesome. We've watched the first two episodes of, the new season of Titans.
0: I actually watched the first three episodes of Treadstone as well, which is in Amazon. Ugh. It doesn't have any of the feel of Bourne. You didn't like the Bourne movies. I understand that. It's a good, well-done series. He tried
1: to say that Jason Bourne was better than James Bond, and I knew he threw something at
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a... Uh, well, I got the reaction I was going for. So... But it was a super well-done series. Again, I'm only three episodes into it right now. That really takes the whole premise of what Treadstone was in the Bourne movies. And you have this whole scenario where all of the agents are getting woken up and you don't know why. And all of these normal people that have been planted all over the world are suddenly becoming killers and killing stuff. And stuff's happening and you're trying to figure out why. And it's bouncing back and forth between the very beginning of uh, these what do you call the programs? Man, my brain is not there. Uh, back in the 70s in Russia and then tying it to what's happening today, but you still haven't made those connections just yet, but it's really good. And if you liked Bourne, you will really like this. And even if you didn't like Bourne, like you, Trash Panda, they're done in a way where they don't feel like they're trying to rip off James Bond, which is why he didn't like it. And there's a whole different thing. It's not feel the only reason
1: I didn't like it. You didn't
0: like the camera work and different things you've said before. You might actually like these.
1: Matt Damon's not an action star. He did
0: well. He's he did really star. well.
1: Matt Damon is a brilliant actor. He's just not an action star. All
0: right, so what else have you seen? So we've seen Titans.
1: Titans has been brilliant. Um, Trigun was a bit of a letdown. I'll yeah, be it was really. I'm not Trigun gonna spoil is, it, but it, it was all
0: this build-up and then, huh?
1: Yeah, Trigun's a lot more powerful than that, and that was a bit of a letdown to me. But oh well. Um the good place which <laughs> I was really You've angry been so with.
0: bitter. You people do not oh. understand. She has been moaning and crying and whining about Rufus, the ending Rufus about got the a ending lot of the good of work. place.
1: He got a lot of work out of the good place. Um so all of a sudden I'm on Netflix and then I see new episode on The Good Place and I'm like, "You what now?" I check it out and there's five new episodes, one of which came out already and I've watched it and it's like Oh my gosh, thank you so much Because if you really had ended on there I would have been better to the rest of my life So they have got five episodes She hasn't
0: stopped crying about it Since she finished the season It in was series. so she annoying She hasn't stopped crying about it, people I want you, you to know that You need to
1: watch it And then I'm going to stop you where I got stopped And then you'd be like... No, it will not be any worse
0: Than the MTV Spider-Man series It was worse No oh. I watched
1: that And it was good It was But this was
0: worse No You cannot end With Spider-Man Throwing away His Spider-Man uniform Because his little Leotardy thing Because he almost Killed Gwen Stacy No that was It was on a Total cliffhanger And it was so well done They can't okay. stop it there if you are Spider-Man uh, fans, I want to tell people, and they have not seen that series, though. Yes, it ends. I've just said that it ends horribly. <laughs> <laughs> it was It's a, it's series, a really well-done series from MTV. I think it was early 2000s that yeah. it was released. Really well-done Spider-Man series. If you like Spider-Man, you probably haven't heard of it, but it's good. So search for it now and uh, find it and watch it.
1: Yeah. Um, so HBO has a new series coming out that looks really good as well that I uh, would really like to see. It's called Avenue 5. It's Hugh Laurie, um, him, uh, Josh Gad, and Himesh Patel, who was the guy from yesterday who sang yes, all the songs okay. and everything else. Um, and it is about, it's a space comedy um, all about tourism. Now, I've watched the trailer, and it sounds really space random, but it is really looks funny.
0: At that a spomity?
1: Well, it's almost like it's set on the... Um, the Buy, what is it? Buy more um, ship on uh, in Wally, but imagine oh, yeah. all <laughs> those people, but not fat. All right, and then like the whole ship going wrong, um, and that's basically part of the premise. Um, most of the rest of the supporting cast seem to be from the uh, the US version of The Office because there's a load of them in there. Oh wait,
0: I did see this. Yes, I did see or hear it's, at least about this. Uh,
1: it's releasing in the next little while. I think it may be. Um, I think it said March. I think, but I'll double check that. Um, but it did look really fun. Looks like a really good series. So that is one I want to see. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, now I want I want to point something out here, Trash Panda. You have now gone. We're forty five minutes into our show. Mm-hmm. Give or take. And you haven't even once mentioned the amazing addition that I've given you to our studio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't mentioned it once. You haven't mentioned my one either.
0: Well, I, I have a Millennium Falcon LED light here now on my table right next to the recording equipment.
1: So I was very bitter last year because uh, she had Deadpool, to hold her
0: mic. She had to hold it.
1: Dapple has got this amazing kind of like mic Grabby stand thing. So he's never had to hold his microphone, and there's me. Mike
0: grabby stand thing. Well, yeah. I guess there are extra arms that hold different things yeah. for me as well. It's got so more than So I just always
1: one. had to hold my mic, which was incredibly annoying at times. Because uh, when you're trying to look up stuff, you're trying to bounce a mic and type stuff, and it was just annoying. And part of my Christmas present was a mic stand. So I'm actually not holding on to everything. I've been able to drink my coffee, been looking up stuff. Been enjoying yourself.
0: It's been brilliant. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanking. Thank you. That. Thanks for thanking me earlier on.
1: Okay, you didn't thank me about the Millennium Falcon. I, I said thank you. It's pretty down awesome. But that's
0: not a part of the production equipment
1: it's lighting your area it's
0: lighting my area yes it is it's very nice Are <laughs> right, you you, nerdy. you can continue now
1: okay uh, a couple of other ones that have um, shown up Lock and Key which looks really good based
0: on a comic book yeah and it's funny I ended up selling a whole lot of those comic books back in the states and I never once read it so I don't know what it's about <laughs> well, it's I about still this, have a bunch upstairs there's a it's a, band, a bunch
1: of kids who a uh, family moves into this house and they're a key hidden all over the place and when they find the keys and open up these doors um, it
0: opens up to wonder
1: it opens up to mystery or possibly
0: death I think happens
1: well some of it yeah Uh, definitely looks like it's going to be an interesting show though
0: not a kid's show no not a kid's
1: show no so that one's another one that looks good um lego masters with will arnett looks hilarious that's only
0: an american only show and i yeah. have i haven't found it out here in the uk yet but if you're in america and you like legos and you like batman who will arnett voiced I'm batman. in the lego movie <laughs> then you it looks will like, like Lego Masters.
1: but with lego
0: yeah yes We'll go with that. Kind or no, of. it looks more like the uh the sugar candy craft guys that build those huge towers out yes. of sugar craft. If you remember that, like it's syrups and they make crystallized structures. Yeah. I can't remember what that one was On called. On the food network. Yes. Yeah. A- a- any food network show where you're building something tall and scary but just with Legos. Yeah. And yeah. And Will Arnett. And Will Arnett and Batman. Walking
1: around going, I'm Batman. I don't think he does that. I think he does.
0: Well, he should. If he doesn't, he should. So yeah. Will Arnett. We we know you listen to our show. What what next time you're recording one of these? It probably be for next year. I think this season's already recorded of Lego yeah. Master. So next season you must include on Batman um, at least once in every show.
1: And and last but not least on TV news, one thing that had to make me laugh very much, and as soon as I saw it, I sent the link to my dad. Is um, there is a new TV series coming out called War of the Worlds? Because let's face it. America could not be beaten by the British Edwardian version that was absolutely fantastic. So they're making another one? So they're making another one. Was the BBC one not released in the States? I don't know if it has been yet. No, it was released in Canada before it was released over here, which was really dumb. Um, But (laughs) Tell me how you feel. Well, I'm sorry. It was a British show. Um, It should have been released over here ages ago. But anyway, I really loved it. Um, This one has got... Gabrielle Byrne okay. in it, um as well as Elizabeth McGowan, which, if you don't know who Elizabeth McGowan is, I she do. was who was she then?
0: I don't know, but I know the name, and I'll know right away <laughs>
1: Downton Abbey that's it yes um so it's a fox show Foxy. um and it's actually set in contemporary France, which is is interesting, but it's um they're trying it, it it's it's more contemporary, but they're doing it in the style of the Walking Dead. Okay. Um and it's um it's basically what happens after the this all happens and how they're, you know, like half the world's dead and there's like nobody left and everything else. Oh, so they're gonna take
0: just a lot longer before that bug kills the aliens, probably. uh, I
1: guess so. Um and it's already it's got six out of ten on IMDB. Mm. It's not um everybody's saying it's just another subpar version, <laughs> which I'm sorry. You know what? The Tom Cruise ones wasn't good at all. It could have the been though. I had promise. One was, well, it had promise. They just, they shouldn't have they included. Didn't, they the didn't really
0: suss it out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but the, the British one, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I absolutely loved it. It was so good. It was more what war of the worlds actually is as a book. And then this one, I just was like, are you serious? Really? It just feels like we're flogging a dead horse here now because it's like, why is it we we do something like that and then you ha- feel like you have to? It was like when we were doing Sherlock over here and then, not that I didn't like, because I, I do like elementary. Yeah, the Johnny but Lee Miller one was amazing. It was, but all I'm saying is that it seems like it's this one-upmanship the whole time. They haven't got any new ideas, so let's just follow what we're doing and try and make it better but it i'm sorry out of if you had to choose between sherlock and elementary you would choose it depends on the mood but probably sherlock yes thank you <laughs>
0: okay
1: <laughs> that's all i'm saying no, it, it's the
0: same when you look at when war movies come out you'll have two war movies released by different studios when you, it, they always follow horror movies come out the same way people it, it's how things are released you always have one studio trying to piggyback on the other one and try to kind of catch it's like with comic book movies now yeah, everybody's trying to do those because that's the hot thing and you always try to figure out what the hot thing is and, and just follow up with that um, but,
1: but all I'm saying is that if you're going to keep doing that then heck there's some brilliant old sci-fi classics out there that nobody's been touching and you could do some really really good stuff with I mean Day of the Triffids why is nobody touching Day of the Triffids I don't know that one's a good one it could be Old Step for Cuckoos yeah there's tons of brilliant books out there we don't need to always go to War of the Worlds, but they did. Leave it alone. They've made like the the definitive version. You can't Wait, so remake is this, it. Is this one out already? Um, supposedly not, but there is reviews on IMDb for it, so I guess it's been released somewhere. Okay, I don't think it's been released in the States. Is it yet. a
0: limited run? Is it? It's eight episodes, and that's it.
1: I think so, but there is not much information out there about it, so I don't know whether it's just an eight episode like mini series or if it's just an eight episode series and then season and then they're going on well
0: that's the thing because if if you treat it like the walking dead essentially you could create that entire world and then it really has nothing to do with the aliens as much anymore it just becomes this dystopian world you're trying to get by in and that's what the later seasons of the walking dead became it's just how do we navigate now this world where we're starting over and there's millions of zombies everywhere But uh, I don't know. All right. Well, I don't have much more in TV news right now. Are you about dried up on that? Yeah. Because I'll just kind of touch up on just video games a little bit here. You know, after the long buildup with uh, Sony and the PlayStation 5, it was a little funny that the only thing that Sony released at uh, CES was the new PS5 logo. Uh, So, you know, in PlayStation 2, 3, and 4 where it says PS2 and PS3 Mm -hmm. and PS4, well, they released the PlayStation 5 logo. Guess what it was?
1: PS5. Yes, that was the big reveal <laughs> at
0: CES, uh, and they're not going to have uh, any presence at E3 as well. So people are a little curious as to why Sony is not bringing their console after Xbox has been touting and flouting and flogging theirs all over the place. We still don't know what the PS5 looks like or the specs or anything about it other than it's coming and it has a logo. There is a, so ooh. Ooh, the logo, although they have confirmed a holiday 2020 release for the PlayStation five, which means we need to start getting our thousand pounds in line so that we can have destiny three on the PlayStation five when it comes out. Well, we need two of them. So we need our thousand pounds to get 2 one for you, one for me. Otherwise, how are we going to play destiny three together?
1: Well, We'll, we'll just have to see.
0: Unless we both get it on Google Stadia, <laughs> which we could do that. But I was a little disappointed. I really thought that Google Stadia, the price point was kind of like a Netflix where you're paying for the ability to play these games. But no, you've actually got to pay for the ability to play and then pay full price for all the games. And I didn't realize that's how their business model was set up. But that's beside the point. OK, well, we're, we're about out of time right now. And being that we're still in the heart of winter, holiday season's over. It's easy to kind of get a little depressed this time of year, I think you know it's still dark outside although it's getting lighter and lighter it's still dark outside uh very little sunlight easy access to sugary foods it's a bad combination because with no sunlight you eat sugary foods that are around because we all have leftover heroes and chocolates and sweets and all these things lying around that we can just eat easy um now while that's a, a gamer's dream it's just not great for our mental health we need sunlight and human contact um Because one in 10 people will go through a clinical bout of depression this time of year because of the lack of sunlight the sugary sweets the letdown of now that the holidays are over so my recommendation guys just go for a walk uh if you don't feel like it do it anyways i promise you it'll make you feel better walking in the sunshine just getting out doing something a little bit active is great for your mental health for your state of mind it just gets you going it gets you moving and it will help you and then you can go watch some of these awesome new movies uh and sit in the dark again and when you can go watch jumanji or 1917 or all of those, but you gotta walk first you gotta get out really it will help if if you if you're struggling Right now, If you're having a hard time right now, if you're feeling down, go for a walk, walk with someone, walk to a park, be around people, whatever it takes, just get out and do it, wear a jacket, it's cold, but still, it'll help your head.
1: And if you want somewhere fun to walk... Coming up, uh, just for those of you who are around in England, um, LFCC are doing their spring Comic Con again. Oh, and, that's and March. it's on. No, it's the twenty ninth of February oh, and the first of March. Okay, um, it's back at Olympia, which I'll be honest isn't the greatest, wonderfulest um, place ever, but. Um, they've got a good host coming up. Clark Gregg from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will I be there. Do you want to meet him? And so will Ian McDermott, who plays uh, Emperor Palpatine, Charles Dance, Christopher Lambert, um, and a load of other Doctor Who uh, people and other Star Wars people are going to be there. So it will be a fun little Comic Con. And then obviously MCM's coming up in May and then LFCC in July as well. So. Uh, Comic-Cons are coming up thick and fast already. And so if you are interested in wanting more information, I'm sure that Paul will put it on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or I might. If you look for the Geek UG. And you can see our little like from Ryan Reynolds.
0: You can see our like from Ryan Reynolds. He liked me. He really liked me. All right, guys, well, it is a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Hopefully you guys have had a great new year, good holiday time, good family time. And again, if you're feeling depressed, go for a walk. It will help. I promise you that getting in the sunshine and the fresh air and away from the sugary sweets in your house, maybe just throw those out. You know, you don't need those around. They just don't do well. Um, don't make you feel good.
1: Nope, they do not.
0: But we love you. You can always reach us at the Geek UG on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, the Geek UG. So from DadPool... Don't forget to be awesome.
1: And from the Trash Panda, be unique. Bye. The
0: Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.